There's always a lot of fascination, bit of mystery, lot of drama surrounding the game whenever a less fancy team plays against a stronger opposition in a World Cup game. So let's talk about the World Cup upsets in the game of cricket and welcome to the 7th episode of Cricket Unadulterated, a weekly cricket podcast. I'm Abhishek Ambulkar and I've been joined by Atisham and Manjit on this podcast. Hello guys, how are you doing? Hope all is well. Hi Abhishek and uh, I really welcome all our listeners to our next episode. It's going on quite well, uh, especially after the unlock has begun and uh, I hope life comes back to normal as soon as possible. Hello Abhishek, hello everyone, welcome to our seventh episode. It is almost 100 days into lockdown. Uh, It is now unlocked, obviously, but as many days without cricket and it has been really difficult for us as cricket fans being without cricket for so long. So I hope you are enjoying our podcast and we are glad to present you our seventh episode. Yes, we all love to talk about the upsets in the world of sports, right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so uh, I think our listeners might have guessed the topic of today's podcast. So we all love to watch David versus Goliath encounter. And we always tend to support the underdogs. And except when they're playing against our favorite teams, of course. And let's talk about the biggest upsets of all time. When Bhuvan's villages from Champaner beat Captain Russell. Well, I'm kidding, guys. I think let's we should just focus to real cricket action. On that note, let's get started. So uh, the first upset we can call, as we can call it, uh, took place in, in my opinion, in the 1996 World Cup, when the final itself was an upset because uh, hardly anyone must have expected a team like Sri Lanka to uh, go on to beat uh, Australia in the final. Uh, of course, Sri Lanka had a good side uh, at that time. Uh, Jay Surya and Kaluvitarna and Radhanga, De Silva, uh, Chamindavas, Mutheyamurlidharan, all legends in their uh, own disciplines. But then in the league stage, in one of the games that was held at Pune, uh, the Minos Kenya uh, actually defeated the two-time champions West Indies. And can you get, uh, can you guys guess uh, who was the top scorer for Kenya in that particular game? Uh, good guess, but he scored 29. In fact, uh, he was the highest scorer, but that was among the playing 11. In fact, the highest number of runs came from extras. Oh. So, Steve, Steve Ticolo scored 29 in 50 deliveries. And on the contrary, there were 37 extras in Kenya's total of 166. Yes, Kenya went on to win that match and eventually Sri Lanka were the eventual winners of that World Cup. So yes, it was an upset and Kenya went on to make some more upsets in 2003 Cricket World Cup that we will talk about later in this video. But now let us talk about another upset uh, in the 1999 Cricket World Cup. And the match I am talking about is Bangladesh versus Pakistan where Bangladesh 
won their World Cup match against Pakistan for the very first time. It was a major upset because Pakistan went on to become the finalists of that tournament, and losing to Bangladesh was a very big upset as far as uh, that tournament is considered for Pakistan. Yes, and uh, uh, given the strong uh, bowling lineup that Pakistan had at that time, Wasim, Wakar, Shoaib Akhtar, and Sakhleen Mushtaq, uh, the bowlers actually did a good job uh, to restrict Bangladesh to 223 for nine. But when uh, it was Pakistan's turn to chase down that target, uh, the batsmen uh, didn't really get going. In fact, uh, if you see, the top five batsmen didn't even go into two digits. Yes, and. Uh... Khalid Mahmood had a very good game at that point in that match and that match was very special for Bangladesh because it led them in some way to gain test status a year later in 2000 and Bangladesh was finally a test playing nation. The status they hold till date. Right, I remember the highest scorer uh, for Pakistan team was Wasim Akram. And uh, along with Azhar Mahmood, just 29 runs. And when you're chasing a moderate total of 223, you need someone from the top order to provide that uh, solidity and hold one end up because these chases are pretty tricky. And when you now talking about more upsets, we have Kenya again on our list. They, they caused an upset beating West Indies in the 1996 State World Cup, and they were at it again in the 2003. Cricket World Cup, in which they were the semi-finalists, actually. And in the 2003 Cricket World Cup, they beat Sri Lanka by 53 runs. And that was a major upset because Sri Lanka, at that point of time, were a very strong side and they were the semi-finalists too. Yes, and uh, if you look at the whole tournament, it was a dream run for the Kenyans. In fact, uh, uh, one of their matches that was to be played in Nairobi against New Zealand was uh, cancelled because... The Kiwis refused to travel to Nairobi, citing security reasons. So, uh, despite this forfeiture, uh, Kenyans were not to be underestimated because they indeed proved that they were good on the cricket field when they defeated uh, the 1996 champions Sri Lanka. And also, Kenya played really well in that tournament. They went on to win against Zimbabwe. They went on to play really well against Australia. Uh, in that tournament and they won against Bangladesh as well. So that tournament was really a shining light in their cricketing journey as a nation. Yes, Atisham. Uh, and it really pains me and all the cricket lovers that that was the highest uh, point of their cricket journey as a nation for Kenya. And from there, it all started going downhill for them as a cricket nation. Yes, in fact, uh, that was that uh, what should have proved to be a milestone and a setting uh, factor for Kenya. In fact, uh, it's really painful that uh, they couldn't uh, continue their momentum, and uh, uh, the state of affairs is now a pathetic one. So, uh, I would like to draw your attention to another upset that took place in the 2003 World Cup. That was when the Canadians uh, defeated Bangladesh, who had uh, already. Uh, achieved a test status just three years back. So, Canada is one team that uh, every time they 
participate in the qualifiers defeat other uh, contenders and then uh, book their spot in the world cup so a team like canada beating uh, an established test cricket playing nation like bangladesh so i think this particular match should be included as an upset yes and as far as i remember it was a low scoring match canada scored around 180 and it was pretty much evident with the batting lineup that uh, bangladesh had that it could have been chased but uh, canada bowled really well i remember uh, codrington was a certain bowler he took five wickets in that match and it was the best figures for a canadian at the world cup and that upset should be credited to some great bowling that canadians did in that match in fact if you remember in the game against west indies opener john davison actually scored 100 uh, that was a quick fire one yes well if in the previous editions of cricket world cup there was some fleeting moments of world cup upsets 2007 cricket edition i think it would be fair for us to say that it was the edition of upsets not just one off upset but huge upsets yes abhishek and i think not only a few matches that tournament for us indians and as well as in the subcontinent was a complete upset the tournament was itself a upset i am talking about two matches here uh, first we'll talk about ireland versus pakistan a game in which a strong side such as pakistan lost against newcomers ireland and that was a major upset because of a few reasons mainly the batting lineup of pakistan in that world cup was extremely strong they had mohammad yusuf inzamamul haq the likes of imran nazir explosive opener but ireland managed to win that match and it was one of the most major upsets in that tournament so it's really uh, painful to see that inzamam didn't get the farewell result Yes, and uh, talking about farewells, who can forget uh, the unlikely, untimely demise of Pakistan's coach at that point of time, Bob Woolmer? That tournament was really a dark phase for pa- Pakistan, as far as I believe. Yes, and uh, if uh, if we talk about that Pakistan versus Ireland game at the Sham, uh, I think uh, the current ODI captain, the limited edition captain for England, Morgan. was playing for ireland at that time although he didn't score a ton of runs in that match but uh, o'brien brothers were still around in that ireland setup uh, william portofield portofield was there and you could see that uh, these are just not push uh, some pushovers uh, they are really talented bunch of guys back then yes and talking about owen morgan that was his first grab at a major world cup victory and boy 12 years later he held the world cup so yeah that is quite a story so the world cup of 2007 was a disastrous not just for pakistan but how can we forget how what about and what kind of a disaster it was for india because uh, in the opening game india lost to bangladesh uh, who would have uh, imagined In fact, I remember when I was a contestant on uh, the Cadbury Bonvita Quiz Contest in 2006. One of the questions that Derek O'Brien had asked us was, uh, "Against which team will India open 
its World Cup campaign. Uh, in fact, uh, I had seen the timetable back then. Uh, I answered Sri Lanka, which was incorrect, and uh, one of the teams answered Bangladesh. And in fact, Derek O'Brien went on to say that uh, he hoped that India will win the game, but who knew back then that that wasn't the case to be. Yes, and from that match, I remember the trio of youngsters from Bangladesh: Tamim Iqbal, Mushfiqur Rahim, and Shakib Al Hasan. They all scored 50 in the chase, and boy, they carried Bangladesh since then. And in 2020, you can see these three are the legends for Bangladesh, and you can understand the importance of that match because it put Bangladesh in a picture. which portrayed them as a really strong team that could do really well in crucial matches when time comes yes and atisham uh, i think credit should be given to uh, mashraf e murtaza because uh, he was also instrumental in that match and he really didn't allow the indians to get away with uh, off to a flying start because uh, if you see the scorecard now uh, saurav ganguly the top scorer for the indian team scored 66 in 120 120 odd deliveries and uh, none of the top order really fired when it mattered the most for the indian team virendra sehwag robin uttappa tendulkar tendulkar was batting at number 4 so that was quite unique and uh, disastrous for india yes and the reason i initially called the 2007 uh, cricket world cup a complete upset because neither india nor pakistan qualified for the super group stages and we did not have an india pakistan match in that tournament so it was really a disappointment for any cricket world cup organizing committee the india pakistan game is like a cash cow because uh, every committee would like to uh, milk as much revenue out of it as they can because they all know pakistan india and pakistan are cricket loving nations and Uh, the ratings for that particular game are the highest for any given match but uh, unfortunately the organizers couldn't get such a game because what could have been an india pakistan encounter actually became a bangladesh ireland match yes absolutely you are absolutely correct when you point out that india pakistan match is a big ticket match in any international tournament multi team event and in that same year few months later in september india and pakistan went on to play a final of a t20 world cup which was an inaugural event for that type of tournament now we'll talk about that tournament and a few upsets that happened in that tournament uh firstly i would like to mention an upset that happened in the group stages the preliminary group stages in which bangladesh beat a very strong west indies and knocked them out of the tournament so the west indies had a good uh, start for their campaign because uh, chris gale just went all guns blazing and he scored the first uh, international century he would uh, go on to make many more uh, in his t20 career but then um, who would have imagined that uh, his juggernaut would be uh, stopped by bangladesh in the very next match and talking about that tournament West Indies did not play really poorly that tournament because in the first match as you would remember against South Africa they scored above 200 runs that was chased down by South Africa in the first match but in the next match they batted really well got around 164 but kudos to the Bangladesh uh, batsmen 
they chase down that total in 18 overs and at that point of time i call it an upset because west indies was a really strong side with chris gale dwayne smith and players like marlon samuels and uh, dinesh ramdin in their side and they were at the peak of their powers and it was a real big upset for west indies to bow out of that tournament so early yes and another upset uh, i think we should talk about is uh, australia versus zimbabwe because we talked about zimbabwe being a strong team back in 90s late 90s and early 2000 but uh, when this tournament started zimbabwe cricket was on a decline was on a steep decline in fact and australia was at the peak of their past because uh, they had the likes of adam gilchrist matthew hayden ricky ponting simons and the best one of the best finishers mike hussey and to go on and beat that strong australian side was no mean achievement for zimbabwe yes, yes and in it? that match i remember brendan taylor batted really well because he scored about 60 runs in that match and was there till the end when the chase was being made zimbabwe was chasing a modest total i remember around late 130s and it was finally a victory after 19.5 overs so the match got really close and i still remember a boundary was scored and zimbabwe were ecstatic after winning that match so guys so far we have discussed the upsets which involved uh, unusual performances from uh, canada or bangladesh or the zimbabweans but this time let's focus on a on an upset that was caused by the men in orange yes i'm talking about the team from the netherlands and uh, although they have been making frequent appearances at uh, icc events they hadn't really tasted much success so far but their biggest upset came against england in the opening game of the 2009 t20 world cup at the home of cricket that's when uh, when they required two runs of the last ball and there was an attempted run out from the bowlers toward broad he missed the wickets and then in the overthrow uh, the dutchman run, ran for two runs and completed a fantastic victory over the, uh, the englishman yes and as you mentioned toward broad was at the receiving end again uh the early two editions of t20 world cups were not really good for him because in the 2007 t20 world cup as we all remember yuvraj singh did something very special to him and in this event in this match he missed a run out actually if he would have carried the ball with him it could have been at least a tie but uh, it resulted in a famous win for netherlands instead Yes, this was the first uh, moment of success for the Netherlands on the world st- on the world stage. And uh, two years later, during the 2011 World Cup, in fact, they were very close to beating England once again when they posted 296 on the board. But uh, due to some strong hitting by Andrew Strauss and Kevin Peterson, they were not able to defend this total. But then again, they had come very very close to beating England once again. Yes Manjeet I remember that match Andrew Strauss played really well and England went on to win but they weren't so lucky against Bangladesh in that tournament and for me that was a big upset because Bangladesh went on to beat England and um, it was a famous victory for them Well the tournament wasn't really good against England particularly against uh, the uh, considerably weaker teams because again they uh, of course Bangladesh beat them in Chittagong but then 
how can forget the famous victory by ireland in bengaluru yes and in that match i remember kevin ogra and went on to shatter the world record for the fastest world cup odi 100 and that was a famous case and remember england had posted a huge mammoth score of 327 runs at bengaluru although it's easier to bat at chinnaswamy stadium but uh, nevertheless it was a tall chase it was a huge ask for the irish batsmen to chase that total and uh, especially it doesn't help when your team is down at 111 for 5 and from that position they were in dire straits to go on and win the win the match was a great achievement for the ireland team yes and uh, consider the score consider the bowling that england had at that point of time michael yardy was there he was a good enough spin bowler uh they had graham son they had james anderson and these irish batsmen played really well against a good english bowling attack and yes it was a very good win for them so although england somehow managed to reach the quarter final stage in the 2011 world cup these two defeats against bangladesh and ireland these must have hurt them really bad yes and in world cups before the 2019 cricket world cup england has always been at the receiving end and that i believe because in the very next edition to the 2011 cricket world cup in the 2015 edition england went on to lose a very crucial match to get into the quarter finals i am talking about the match against bangladesh in which they lost by a very meager margin and that allowed bangladesh to make the quarter finals in that world cup but english hopes were shattered after that match and they were knocked out before the quarter finals yes it was a do or die situation for both teams because losing the match would uh, mean an exit from the tournament but then uh, miraculously bangladesh went on to defeat england and they later faced india in the quarter final yes it was quite a watershed moment for the england team they had to go back and reevaluate about their limited overs cricket because they were very good at test cricket but uh, this defeat was a jolt was a shock for them yes and as far as i remember they were very much into the chase but crumbled at the very end and were all out before the 50 overs and nine balls were still left in the innings and they lost by a meager margin of uh, i believe 15 runs and this game started the revival of england cricket the fearless brand of cricket which they lacked in big stages yes uh, many upsets throughout the year would have helped england in finally waking up from a very timid odi side to making a very strong aggressive odi side that did really well in the coming editions of international tournaments well, for example they did really well in the 2017 champions trophy that was held in their home as well as we all know they went on to win the 2019 cricket world cup so yes they came back really well from that upset yes atisham and uh, they also performed well in the t20 world cup of 2016 when they uh, faced west indies in the final england were very much in the game until carlo prathwet just took it away from them by hitting four consecutive sixes in the last over 
so coming to the 2016 world t20 there is one upset uh, that i was fortunate to witness live in the ground that was when afghanistan defeated the future champions west indies by 6 runs at nagpur yes manjeet i remember that match obviously because it was held here in nagpur but uh, the very special memory that i have of that match is when after the match the afghan players and the west indies player had a bit of dance in between them like we all know the west indies have their celebrations and they dance after every victory but they were gracious enough to dance with the afghan players after they had won that match and uh, chris gale wasn't uh, in the playing 11 that day he was replaced by even lewis but then uh, after the match chris gale came on to the ground and uh, joined in the afghans in the celebrations great so that was a brilliant discussion we had uh, today guys uh, so on that note uh, let's hope that we witness cricket uh, pretty soon because it's been a long time since we have witnessed any live cricket action and uh, let's hope that we get to see many uh, such upsets in the future because what these upsets do is uh, bring up an entirely new team onto the uh, onto the world map of cricket and uh, when a cricket team performs well or any team performs well at the global stage what it does is it encourages uh, many youngsters from that country to take up cricket and as a result it helps cricket to reach a wider audience Yes, Abhishek, and uh, hopefully in the future we'll get to see more Kevin O'Briens and Mahmudullahs and Steve Tikolos uh, in the future. And I hope uh, in the world on the world stage, weaker teams uh, get their bit of success as well. And uh, that's how, as you mentioned, cricket will reach a wider audience. And uh, one thing I hope is uh, that India will not be on the receiving end as it was in 2007. So we all love upsets, but the only thing is they shouldn't go against India. So on that note, let's conclude this episode seven of cricket upsets. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And guys, if you like the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And the description to our Spotify and Google podcast links is there in the description box. Thank you.